In the early hours of Wednesday the 14th of June, a horrific fire tragically engulfed the Grenfell Tower on Latimer Road. The Guardian reported that one message was put on Facebook of a resident who was in the block as the fire was happening, saying, please pray for me. There's a fire in my council block. I can't leave the flat. Please pray for me and for my mum. This message was an urgent call for help, a message of fear that they are about to be consumed by the blazing furnace of the Grenfell Tower. Another resident said, forgive me, the fire is here, I'm dying. They had come to the realization that they wouldn't survive the fire and they were afraid. In our passage for today, Daniel 3, King Nebuchadnezzar uses the blazing furnace as a punishment for not being obedient to him. This blazing furnace was not a little fire in the middle of the room. In fact, it was much the opposite. The blazing furnace was similar in its intensity and devastation to the Grenfell Tower, so much so that the soldiers who turned the heat up and threw Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego into it died instantly. This blazing furnace was a death trap. No human could, or at least should, survive it. Nowhere in the passage for today does it say whether Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego were frightened or scared. But I can imagine that there would have been some fear. When I hear a fire alarm, I am terrified. <laughs> I feel very uneasy, let alone if I was in the middle or around a fire. Yet these three men dared to be distinct. They chose to follow God instead of bowing down to King Nebuchadnezzar's statue of gold. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego had just been promoted by King Nebuchadnezzar at Daniel's request to the administrators over the province of Babylon. This was a bit like being Daniel's right-hand man whilst he was away. So they had recently become well-known by King Nebuchadnezzar and his advisors. So when King Nebuchadnezzar commanded everyone to bow down to the statue of gold that he had created, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego would have been expected to do this too. King Nebuchadnezzar was the all-powerful king. He expected everyone to be reverent towards him. While Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were reverent and obedient, it wasn't to King Nebuchadnezzar, but to God. So when the king's advisors noticed that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego weren't bowing down to the statue of gold, they were immediately questioned, and King Nebuchadnezzar used the blazing furnace as the threat. Like I said, it wasn't just a small fire or even burning coals that they had to walk across, but a blazing furnace. This was a death sentence, a slow, painful death sentence. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were obedient to God. They trusted that God would save them from the blazing furnace. And they even added a disclaimer. Even if he, that's God, does not save us, we want you to know that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. They were so obedient to God that they were willing to give up their life for him. 
This reaction made King Nebuchadnezzar very angry, so much so that he demanded the furnace be turned seven times hotter than normal. This really was a death sentence. Yet Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego continued to be obedient to God. And so Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown into the furnace. I wonder exactly what King Nebuchadnezzar's reaction was right then. There must have been something that made the king look into the furnace. Something would have grabbed his attention. And there, to his amazement, were four figures in the blazing furnace. This passage describes the fourth as an angel or a son of the gods. There is some speculation that the fourth person was perhaps Jesus, or at least the second person of the Trinity. I don't know exactly, but I do know that God sent someone to save Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They chose death, and God gave them life. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire, and they weren't harmed at all. Their obedience to God saved them. And not only that, but King Nebuchadnezzar saw their obedience and a seed was planted. He wanted everyone to praise the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. His behavior may not have changed immediately, as he soon threatens to chop up anyone who doesn't praise God, but the seed was still planted. And later in Daniel chapter 4, where King Nebuchadnezzar's royal status is taken from him, he still chooses to praise God. The obedience of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego led them to witness to King Nebuchadnezzar and his advisors and officials. King Nebuchadnezzar says that no other god can save in this way. He saw that God gave Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego life. They chose death in order to be obedient to their god. So how does this relate to us today? We can choose to have earthly life and bow down to the golden statues in our lives, whether that's money, relationships, jealousy of that person who has the bigger house or the bigger car than we do. Whatever it might be, it might seem like it gives us life. Or we could choose death. Maybe not quite in the same way Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego chose death. I don't think we have a death sentence in front of us. But we could choose to die to earthly life and earthly idols in this life so that we might live fully in Jesus. Romans 6 verse 11 says this. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive in God, in Christ Jesus. Jesus took the ultimate sacrifice for us. Jesus chose death, so that all who believe in him will have life. So I want to challenge you, and I want to challenge myself. What are the golden statues in our lives? For me, it's probably the unhealthy pursuit of relationships and marriage. Marriage is a great thing, and, but when it becomes more important to me than God does, and I put too much emphasis on the need for me to get married, it takes me away from God. Jesus died and rose again so that we can have life 
and life in all its fullness. My golden statue stops me from doing that sometimes. What are your golden statues? Can you give them up today so that you might die to the earthly ways of this world and have life in God? In Romans 8, it says that God works for the good of those who love him. Will you dare to be distinct, be obedient to what God is calling you to, and live a life focused towards Jesus? If we choose to die to ourselves, pick up our cross, we will have life in all its abundance. By choosing to be obedient to God, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were, we too can also be witnesses to those around us. So I challenge you, as I challenge myself today, to choose death to earthly things so that we can have life in Jesus Christ.